Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hi everyone, today I want to talk to you about your team culture. Let's have a look at three different team cultures, how they impact your team and then what you might do to turn that around and shift the culture. So do you have a team where there are a lot of silos? And by silos, I mean those groups or work groups, work teams that work in isolation. There's, there always seems to be the out group on the outside or the group that's not involved in what's really going on or there's, you know, your whole team might consist of individual siloed teams that sit and only work on what they're doing and don't interact with the other members of the team and see that their work is part of a bigger, broader project. So the problem with it, as we see, is that there's no collaboration, there's no cooperation. It, it just really doesn't work because everything is done in isolation as if the particular groups are the only ones that are working in the, on the project overall. So let's look at what's really going on. When there are silos, uh, what you will or may not understand, is that this has got nothing to do necessarily with you and your project. Silos come about when people are unhappy with the organisation overall that they are working with. So, of course, if you are in a very small business and your project team is one of the biggest teams in that organisation, then yes, it might come down to you and what you're doing. And what I'm talking about here, though, is where there's a larger organisation and your project is one of perhaps many projects in a larger, larger organisation, then this is what I'm talking about. These silos occur as part of the broader organisation and people not being happy with that broader organisation. Basically, people in silos don't feel seen, heard or acknowledged. And as I mentioned earlier, it has nothing to do with your project specifically and yet how you are treating them, treating the people in these groups or silos will have an impact on how they perform in your project team. So what I would suggest that you do is have a check in yourself about how you are feeling about the organisation that you're working in. And if you have that sense of not feeling seen, heard or acknowledged, it's really great to understand that and be open to talking about that with the groups that you are working with or that you have working on your project. And then look at if that's the way you're feeling, is that impacting on the way that you deal with these silos or groups of individual teams? And I can hazard a guess that it would be because you have a particular uh, attitude or reaction and I'm not judging that, I'm just calling it out, that 
perhaps is impacting on your ability to then freely and openly, willingly want to interact with those teams in a different way. I would also suggest that you go back and listen again to the podcast dealing with complacent team members and follow some of the suggestions there. My suggestions there are about and look at this not feeling seen, heard and acknowledged. And so it might help you to A, look at yourself and what's happening for you and then B, how you might interact differently with those people in the silos or individual teams that are not working cohesively or collaboratively. So the next team culture is a cohesive team culture. And wouldn't this be perfect if all of our teams were like this? A cohesive team are groups that work together and groups that work collaboratively on your project. Now, this only leads to positive outcomes for your team, positive outcomes for the project. And so this is what we're always looking for from a project perspective. It is still very important to these teams or team members that you show your appreciation and openly thank the team. And the other thing that I've found is important is celebrating their wins and having some fun. Cohesive teams do need appreciation and they do still want some form of acknowledgement of the work and job they're doing and I've noticed that it isn't quite as important because the team is actually working effectively as it is in in the way that it operates when there's problems and things occur it's worked out as I've said there's collaboration there's cooperation there's no war in the team and this makes a big big difference to the way that your team operates and what ultimately is delivered now as we know the exact opposite of that is going to be a combative team culture And this looks like teams that are at war with each other all the time. You, as the project manager, might always hear about conflict. There is always going to be someone unhappy, angry, upset with someone else in the team. And you, as the project manager, might often be asked to adjudicate the conflict that's occurring. There is no sense of team cohesiveness at all. It feels like there is every man or woman on the team working for themselves. And it can literally feel for you like a war zone. And it's not so crazy because for at one sense, they are at war with each other. And so the best thing that you can do is is seek to understand what's going on And I've described this sometimes as looking and feeling like kids fighting in the playground. And what you want to do is be able to understand why they're fighting with each other. No different to being a parent dealing with kids. So seek to understand what they're unhappy about. And the best way in my experience to deal with this is to get the warring parties in a room, whether that's individuals or teams, teams, groups of people and teams themselves, and let them tell each other why they aren't happy, i.e. what's creating the war in their minds you'll find that they have a very little legitimate reason in their own mind about 
what's wrong, why it's a problem, why they're unhappy, why they need to yell and scream about it. And so for you to hear it, for the other team members to hear it, is, is it only a good thing? Because from that point, you can negotiate. From that point, you can find mutual ways of working. Whereas if you stand aside and let these teams war and only deal with one party at a time, you're not getting to the root cause of what's causing the problem. You're not helping settle the conflict. And remember that conflict is a good thing. From conflict, there can be negotiation, and negotiation means finding a win-win and an outcome for everybody. And so getting these warring parties together is a very good thing and, and breaks down the combative nature of the team. So the ultimate driver and outcome for you as the project manager is to every time you notice there's war, you meet it head on. Don't let it fester or continue and get the warring parties together and talk it out. And by talk it out, I mean allowing and making sure that each of the team members or and teams as a whole feel heard. Because a lot of the times this is part of where the conflict begins. And yes, we're back in the space of silos but a lot of the time I've noticed it's about them not feeling heard, not feeling that they have rights, not feeling that you know their point of view is being understood, not feeling that their um, knowledge or experience is being acknowledged or treated with respect. And these are the things that create the combat in a team. And so what you're wanting to do is understand what's going on in their mind. The, the whole thing here is... Any combat is a story that's going on in these people's minds. They have a story that the other people don't want to listen to them. They have a story that they're not being respected. They have a story that their way of doing things is not being understood or acknowledged. And so you want to get to and understand that story because by understanding that story and hearing it out, you're going to be able to come to a place of sifting through it and turning it around by allowing them to be heard, be acknowledged and as I said, between the two groups, finding a win-win way of working through whatever's going on in the particular situation. So whilst combative cultures may feel at times really full-on horrible because for you, you're in the middle of a war, they are a place to move from into a much better and collaborative way of working when you take the time to understand what's really going on and to deal with it. And yes, I hear you say that, you know, it's not your role and that it's going to take up time. Well, believe me, you're going to have a much better outcome in a team that works better and delivers better for you if you do meet this combative nature and deal with the war head on. You leave it go and don't deal with it and you are not going to be working with a productive team at all, you're going to have the opposite. And so this is for your outcome that, that I'm expressing that it's better if you deal with the war head on. Don't be afraid of it. Go and meet it and get to the bottom of it. All right, till next week. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit 
projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.